Alright, let's go. Hold up. Hey, hey, hey. Certified. Feeling good this week, boys. Really come on, come on. Wait for the beat to drop. Hold up. More life, more <laughs> blessings, y'all. This is a certified platinum show. What's going on, y'all? I'm your host with the most, Christo.com. Here, my boy Donna. I do. And I'm here, my boy McDowell. Yep. And we are live in the studio on this beautiful day. And as always, I'd like to start off by thanking our Spotify, Google, and Apple podcast listenership. You guys can be anywhere else in the world, you know, listening to absolutely anything else in the world. But you decided to be here with us. You know, we appreciate that. Go ahead and click subscribe on Apple and Google and follow on Spotify so you can catch us here with a new episode every single week when we drop. Anyways, How's it going, boys? How you doing? Fantastic. How are you doing? Doing good? Doing pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. Doing better than I was the last couple of days, if I must be honest. Oh, so you had COVID and shit, right? I forgot about that. So that's the thing. So I got the Delta variant. No, I yeah. didn't. I really... Infected. Don't, don't, don't put that on me, please. Bro, we're wearing hazmat suits. do not put that on me. <laughs> we're wearing hazmat suits as we speak right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, we're, we're recording this in space. We're camera, all in bro. our own asshole. Oh, shit. We got, forgot we got video now. <laughs> No, so um, I thought I might have caught COVID again. It was kind of one of those things where I got ill, sick out of nowhere, um, went, got my COVID test, came negative, but I still had like the kind of whack symptoms, like pretty much COVID symptoms. So I was like sitting in bed at home for a couple of days, like what the hell is happening? Not sick or not COVID sick, but still sick during a COVID pandemic. It was one of those weird things. My better than the vaccine? He was anti-vaxxer, bro. That's what I'm saying, right? Anti- I'm asking questions. Yeah, he's he's not anti-vaxxer. I, I'm asking questions <laughs> to be asked. So, um, yeah, no, it was one of those things. I um, I mean, it was only for a few days. Like, I, I got over it within a few days. But, bro, I'm not going to lie. That shit freaking slammed me, bro. I was I was sick. I wasn't even sick. I was ill. And I'm okay. You know what I think it was? I think uh, I'm ill. Dude, motherfucker! I think that's your third arm coming in from uh, from the COVID vaccine. It really isn't, Yo, though, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with this dude, bro? Are you even vaxxed? I'm vaxxed. I'm, I'm, I'm one dose, but double vaxxed, no. I'm not gonna lie. That's a lie. I'm not gonna lie. After this entire You're not thing, vaxxed. why, why, why airing my business? Why are you lying? Why airing my business? Why are you lying with a straight face? I'm not anti-vaxxed. Why, yeah, I'm vaxxed. Why airing my business out though? My entire family's vaxxed. My entire family's double dose. Why airing my business out? Because I will say though, after just becoming getting over this flu or whatever i don't know I, I think it was seasonal a lot of people were saying that it was like a seasonal thing with the weather changing and stuff that that was the reason why i just got sick it for three days out of nowhere i would like i said once again suggest like i don't think i think because of this covid variant the delta variant it's very easy for us to pass this thing through once again even with the double vax so i do suggest yo like suit yourself up yeah, go get, go get, get vaxxed, vaxxed. go vaxxed. do it 
Well, not not even directly to you, to everybody listening. If you're vaxxed, you should should get vaxxed for sure because the symptoms are decreased, but you can still spread it. That's the problem. Yeah. But um no but I mean besides that like I said like we're recording right now so obviously I'm good I have no symptoms I kind sound of very congested though I'm not congested you sound very nasally you haven't seen me blow my nose once hey don't don't lie to the people here as a matter of fact you have a nice little emerald on your nose emerald on your nostril oh don't don't bring it up that's the reason why you've been hitting on me all morning what Fucker, I got a nose piercing. This guy was all of a sudden grabbing ass. Can't get on me, bro. I just hear that. <laughs> Couldn't get off this dude, bro. Chill uh, out. Dead. Watch your mouth. Nah, Professor Love. Let's not Shut put up. that. Let's not put that on this guy. But you're all, you're acting awfully suspicious here. That's, oh, what, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, my dude. God, the disgust. Besides that, though, um, this entire week or the like, the last couple of days, I've been I've been stuck in one of those phases. You know, you ever get stuck in like your documentary phase where you just start watching all kinds of documentaries? Yeah, that's that when I'm sick with COVID. Yeah, well, it wasn't COVID, but I was wasn't even sick. I actually did this after I You're got lying. You edited got you edited that COVID text. I did not edit no COVID text. The, I know for a fact the you have BC positive. government sent me the legitimate text message saying that I got negative. Those are my results. Um, oh God. Thank but, God for us. But no, but um, I was We're watching. We're still here. He's sick. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> We're still good. here. My temperature's good. Three no, days. No, no, no. Watch. Hey. We're fucked. Um, You're not be. But I, like I said, I was watching documentaries. It's kind of the phase that I was stuck in this weekend. Animal documentaries? No, actually. Afghan. Actually, not the Afghan, but we can actually talk about that if hey, you want to. Well. You shit even watching them, man. I've been watching, let me Jojo. tell you, uh, the Barry Hankerson or some Barry Hankerson Blackground Records. Remember we talked last week about Blackground Records? Oh, is that the Al- owner? Aliyah's motherfucker? Bruh. Aliyah? Don't ever say Aaliyah's that. Aaliyah's uncle. <laughs> you said a lie. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's, uh, Aaliyah's uncle? Uh, uncle. Yeah. yeah Aaliyah's yeah. uncle. Um, basically, Hankerson. I was watching a documentary, particularly about JoJo. Like, I was just kind of caught in a whirlwind. Uh, it's, I think I might have mentioned it even before, but it's like a 30-minute YouTube documentary that you can watch, like 23 minutes. Um, and it talks about how JoJo basically got screwed over by Barry Hankerson. How she signed a deal with Blackground Records, and then Blackground Records lost their distribution deal with Sony or whoever it was that actually went and put their records out. Um, and then they declined to put out Jojo's album for basically like nine years straight. She sued them two times and it was pretty, pretty intricate. Like I was, I was listening to that and I felt kind of bad, but, um, it was insight into, you know, the music industry and how bad business works. Like that guy did nothing. I was watching that shit. <laughs> it was actually funny. I'm not gonna lie. There's one part that I was watching, um, just when I was caught in my whirlwind about Barry Hankerson. Like I said, once again, Aaliyah's uncle, um, I guess he was talking to this might have been his ex-wife or his girlfriend at the time or some shit like this. Um, they got in an argument and she worked at a salon. She worked at a hair salon or something of that sort. Right. So this dude went bought while they were arguing, arguing, he went and bought the salon and then went and fired the girl that he was dating while they were arguing. Yeah. If that ain't some play of shit. No, nah, oh, yeah, that's moves. petty as shit. <laughs> that's some moves. petty play of shit. Is this Barry Hankerson? Barry Hankerson. Fuck this guy. And, got money. And that's that's ultimately what it's coming down to, you know, with the release of Aaliyah's album. I think this is like a third podcast we talked about in a row. Uh, you can go back and listen to it as we talked about it before uh, in the last two episodes. Um, but yeah, just bad business. And, you know, um, particularly they were talking, and I don't want to spend too long about this because we got some new music to talk, new music to talk about. Uh, but talked about, you know, the aging of music and how Aaliyah putting out her music now, and this just goes to further the conversation, um, talks about how eventually your music can surpass or it cannot surpass time. Like eventually, you know how you make something so that eventually it beats the, what's the saying? 
um, spans the te- or beats the test of time. Yeah, beats the test of time. Um, their worry now is that Aaliyah's music could potentially run out of time. Like, you know, not being available on digital streaming platforms for new artists to go and listen to. And, you know, old artists or the old fans eventually getting too old to a fact to a point where maybe eventually Bro. they may pass away and Aaliyah's music can't be carried to the next generation. Obviously, it didn't blow up as much as it should, but people who want to listen to her will listen to her anyway. I always listen to her on YouTube. So what happens in 10, 15, 20 years? Whatever happens to everybody else's music at that time. Do you think it di- it differs because all everybody else's music is on digital streaming platforms? I don't think it differs very much. Probably a little just, bit. Just think about it. Just think about it. Like Probably music only being available on CDs and, you know, like... Just YouTube. No, nah, there are hella artists. He only and he only platforms. had his YouTube. No, there are hella artists that are not on streaming platforms that you probably just that you like, probably who? just for just think of your old eighties, nineties. No, no, I'm saying like, Ali, like she, her fan base. Imagine if Prince or Michael Jackson was never on digital streaming People, platforms. Dude, no one would look for that. So like the little big, kids, they wouldn't. The little kids would, wouldn't be looking for it. Who's looking for what? I'm looking. What little kids are looking for streaming platform artists that are from nineteen nineties anyway? And like that's what you I'm, can and look who, for them though. Yeah, ultimately, who is though? Ultimately, my conversation aren't. is how music is carried from generation to generation. I think it's yeah. different for the new people because there's already on yeah. Apple and well, Spotify. And that's true. That's true. If it's if it's not on the stream platforms, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't bust like boost up as much. But the people who want to listen to it, like when I was a kid, I want to listen to something. If it wasn't on, like for example, now if I want to listen to a Frank Ocean album and it's not on Spotify or it's not on here, I'll go to wherever it is, SoundCloud. I'll find it. But do you care. think that you're a, you're a, a case study to be taken upon, or do you think that yeah. you, you can't be like maybe you listen to music differently from how your standard pop listener would listen to it's, it? If I like if I like a, a per, an artist and I want to hear their music wherever wherever it's on, unless I have to pay for it, I'm gonna go listen to it. If it's on YouTube or it's on this or it's on that, obviously I'm not gonna play it in my car because YouTube I can't. I can't, you know, like play it like a streaming service. I can just turn my phone off and play it. Nah, low key, there'll but, be like there'll be like musics from like, uh, like say like Tory Lanez or whatever that I can only find on SoundCloud, and I don't have SoundCloud the membership. You know, so I can't s- play that on my car, so I'm not gonna go fucking. That's play what I'm that saying. Shit. So shit like that, fuck that. But if I have to pay for it, I'm not gonna do that. But I'm just saying, if it's on like YouTube, like Elias, all of her music was on YouTube, so I'm not gonna like be like, oh my god, it's not on streaming services. I'm not gonna listen to any of it. No, if I really want to listen to it, I go on YouTube and I'll play it. I don't care. That's I guess my, I guess my question is how many people really want to listen to it? Like when you think about it, I look at it from the macroeconomics phase. Like how many people are really going to want to go and, you know, do the work to go and find the music? Yeah. Or how many people are just going to want to look for the playlist? And if Lee is not there, then they won't listen to it, you know? That's what I'm saying, though. It's I, like, I guess one thing I wanted to point out, too, is like I, I thought about it. And I was like, me personally, I start to listen to music differently from how I listened to it before. Because back in the day, before streaming platforms, I used to go and download every MP3. And then it got to a phase where I knew that, you know, streaming was just a way to listen to music now. So I had the streaming platforms. But then I also had, you know, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap, like the yeah. album. When yeah. I had the certain albums that I know I can't get it, but yeah. I want to download MP3s and still have them in the same place. Oh, no, that's true. And it's becoming less and less now that I'm having those albums that maybe they're mixtapes or maybe they're just not available there that I just don't. Care there, enough to go and download. There are like, plenty of songs like that. There are plenty of songs where I'm like, yo, I search it up and it's not on streaming platforms, so I won't play it in my car ever. Because I'm like, yo, fuck this. What's the point? I have to go on YouTube and do that. But if I'm at home and I want to hear a song, I'll play it on YouTube. I mean, if you're talking That's about true. like, if you're talking about like the casual person, like with every layer of abstraction, there's gonna be less people like. Yeah, want yeah. to look for that shit, right? For sure. If I gotta fucking go to datpiff.com listen to this yeah, song, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna listen to that shit. That's true. One well, time I, I, and that's I, I, it. That's fact. That's literally that's literally the, that's literally what I'm saying. But I have an Android, so if I literally hear a song that I that's not on YouTube, or sorry, that's only on YouTube, or it's on a random platform. I'll just download an MP3, and it's 
a file on my phone now, so it's like a streaming service. I can yeah, what if I want to go outside and download a song though? Like I'm trying to get one time. That's what I'm saying. It's not iPhone. So a majority of people have iPhones now. Well, actually, majority of people have fucking like we are Samsung, but people on West, like the Western side, where the people who actually listen to this music and keep up with it have iPhones. So like that's just not really an option. But I'm just saying, like the fact that it's not on YouTube is true. Or sorry, the fact that it's only on YouTube and not on streaming platforms is true. That it it, it won't boost up the platform as much. It should definitely be there. The streaming service, your views will be boosted up way more if it's on streaming platforms. But I'm just saying, for people who really want to hear it, they won't mind going out of their way. Right. And yeah, like I said, I didn't want to get too deep into the Leo conversation. I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, how music progresses from from time to time, generation to generation. But I found it was interesting. I got caught in that whole documentary loophole and, you know, call it what it is. I think that's kind of, well, I think we can continue to watch, you know, there's some interesting points when Drake was the, one of the only people that were pushing for an Aaliyah album. Uh, he wanted to executive produce it. Everybody else was saying, no, don't touch it. So I guess it's interesting. We'll see how Drake especially plays a part in the whole Aaliyah dropping music now through Barry Hankerson in these next few weeks. I think he just wants to attach the name to it because he knows it's going to be big. I don't think he's going to really like, change it that much because I think he knows like no back in, the, back in the day it was Drake was the only person really that wanted to come and resurrect the music and rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some actually songs that released with Drake and Aaliyah like yeah, but singing. Why are, people, why are people saying like no then? Because they, they don't want him to put his influence on it, right? The family more so says it because they don't want to hear their 22 year old dead daughter music and rotation on the radio and things that at that time oh at that time but now they do but now it's different now they still don't but Barry Hankerson's saying hey it's been long enough like it's been 20 years now you know so who, who's side of mouth that's the thing <laughs> I just think that Barry Hankerson has a history of whack music uh, music industry uh, handlings and you know are you saying he's a scumbag well it's been proven just watch the Jojo documentary so that's all you're I'm saying you're saying he's a scumbag yes okay just watch it. I'm telling you, watch <laughs> yeah, it. 20, Twenty-three minutes, very short. I like watch. I, I just want to know from the outside looking in. Is he just yeah. come back? And I trust you. So yes, you just yeah, come back. Yeah. Anyways, right. let's hop into new music here. Twenty-two minutes in, or twenty minutes in or whatever the fuck. Trippy Red, yeah. Trippin' Night, Complete Editions, the album. Damn, have you guys peeped the Drake this? feature? The yes. Dr- he fi- Trippy Red finally got his Drake feature. For real. That's, that's what exactly what it? I said. Huh? You heard it? Yeah. You like it? Sounds like uh, like what you were saying. The second Genesis beat. Yeah, the yeah. same B on every goddamn song. So I was, I was gonna does get that into mean, Does that mean no or yes? Uh, I fuck with Drake's verses. Right? Do you want to get like, into what Sega Genesis or Sega Dreamcast music means? It was a quote that I saw from somebody else, but like real like video gaming music, like the trap beats are just like real like like video games. That, that I call it. Sense. I call it menu music. Like, is menu it like, music? Is it like, like for example, is it music that you have to like when you're scrolling through a menu in a game? Nah, it's like something that you just have in the background as you're fucking exploring the land. Yeah, having the background. I look at it as um, what's that one game that um, what's his name? There's one YouTuber that used to play it. It's like literally like a block, blocksers or something of that sort. It's a game Blockers? like that where Geometry Dash, Geometry Dash. Yes, Geometry Dash. Is I'm it, glad you said it. Is like, it Kenshin, Kenshin, Corey Kenshin, or whatever. No, it was another YouTuber, but this is like I Geometry no Dash idea. music, like you know, fast-paced, interactive, colorful. This is what yeah. you hear in the background. Well, that's just, that's just it's <laughs> a visualizer. Though. You're watching a visualizer. That's why it's fast. It's no, 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 this is when I was listening to it. Bro. The music itself, no, that's. <laughs> This is Drake. Hold up, hold up, hold up, dude. It's a, you know what? It's a don't. I don't know. I don't listen to Lil Uzi that much, but this is a it's very Lil Uzi. That's what I'm about to say. It's like Love Uzi is Rage, the last album, exactly. This, like this. is a little Uzi beat. I don't even listen to Lil Uzi like that, and I can tell right away. So maybe that's what it is. though why is the Uzi music not 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 game game music? No, I'm just saying like every song this one album sounds exactly the same, and it all sounds video gaming. So do you like it or do you not? Because we make the same argument for somebody like Playboy Cardi, but you actually like it. But like that's different not like, for him. 
I mean, that's Playboy Cardi style, though. Like, Trippy Red, he's usually, like, very, like, diverse with his shit. Like, his beats will be all over the place. But Trippy Red is hit or miss. one album is just all the same song. No, but but, but this, this song, I don't even listen to Lil Uzi, and I can hear the Lil Uzi beat. No, even the, even like the Lil Uzi song has the same damn beat, bro. That's what I'm saying. How is that not hey. video gaming, though? What, is, what changes? I fucks with it. You I like this? No, I, I like Drake. I like Drake. I don't know. I like, I, I'm afraid like to say, like for some reason, the way that Trippy Red it? does it, like his, like you said, his albums are usually hit or miss for me. But this, even though every song kind of sounds similar, like I pat it on shuffle, I'm pretty much listening to the same song for an hour. Because it's but like generic trap beats, whereas like, other songs are like really wild all over the place. And there's a there's a different. It's not like it sounds the exact same throughout it, but there are differences. But it's the same. You can tell it's the same, same type beats. of geometry dash. Like same dream dreamcaster music. That shit. That shit was like like that shit was like circus music. Let me let me play this one. This one's called Matt Hardy. Nine in a loop. This one's called Matt Hardy nine 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 featuring Juice World. I don't fuck. I don't fuck with Juice World music. No cap. R.I.P. Though. Yeah. You guys think Juice Rolls freestyles were actually freestyles? Yeah. Cap. You can sit there for an hour, bro. How do you memorize an hour worth of lines? That's the only way. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's easy to memorize. You sat there for an hour spitting actors random memorized, shit. Actors memorized hours of lines. Bro, and come back every damn week with a new fucking like, freestyle. Bro. bro, listen. I've I've watched two of them. Two of his freestyles. I don't know if there's more. But the two that I watched weren't like, they didn't seem like they were on the spot. No, they that, were long. They were good, long. That's how good they he is. Long. That doesn't even sound like it's on the spot, bro. bro. Like I'm not even a Juice World fan, but that nigga freestyle is the free, shit. Because no, freestyle could mean freestyle has different a lot of meaning. No, as an off, off the, the top, top. No, that's cap. No, off the way top. That was off Every freestyle sounds like that, bro. If that was off the top, then that's some other level. He is on some other level. His music shit. was not close to those freestyles. But like music and freestyles is different. You're, you're like appealing to a different fan base. You gotta like do all that. That's true. That's true. But in terms of like talent, all I'm saying is if those were truly off the top. That's some otherworldly shit. Bro, if you listen to like Joe Budden, Joe Budden has like crazy freestyles too, but if you listen to a song, they don't sound the same. That's true. You gotta like, you That's gotta true. play a different yes, game yeah. when you're making music, right? I know, but the fact that he sits there and freestyles for two hours is just not possible. No, I'm That's telling you, like, like dead ass. That's, That's why this nigga is so like a goat in terms of that shit. Yeah, no, he was he was different I, 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 when he came yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm just ignorant to that shit, but it was off the top. That shit's fucking insane. It is insane, bro. It's, it's all in your ability to come up with something new and be able to verbalize it within that split second. I watched a dude rap for six hours or six six minutes, and it was completely off the top. I could tell it was off the top. It was clear. People were throwing words at him when he was doing it, and that was he the most the same impressive shit. shit. That was the most impressive shit, bro. Juice oh, World did the same shit. I think okay. I like flex, like yo, all right, never uh, mind lollipop. Uh, school and you just go off, go off? Okay, for hours. But bro. the thing is, all I'm saying is a two hour shit. I feel like a lot of parts of it, he enters like six minute songs and they're just fucking. I've seen plenty of rappers like rap songs that they haven't released yet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before the, so the shit drops. Nah, this that's is like completely that's unique shit, bro. That's fucking stupid. Different with that. An hour long. That's a beast, though. Yeah, so this was Matt Hardy 999 uh, featuring Juice World. I'm going to play one more. Um, I mean, when I really thought about it, I was like, I mean, it's only fitting that Trippy Red, you know, the demonic rapper. Is he demonic? I think he's not demonic. That's just nigga saying Oh, Lil Uzi's actually on there. That makes so much sense. All those video of games. Course. There you go, dude. I mean, it, it makes sense for Trippy Red to drop his album on our 66 episode. I'm oh, sorry, Lil Uzi. I might say Lil Uzi's on there. But oh, my bad. It, Reaching. It, it, it only makes sense in my Reaching. head, right? The music, the music sounds good, though. I don't the think song is like, fire. I like the song. Coincidence? I think not. Got to hear. I like this shit. Yeah. Bro, this is some PE music. Holy <laughs> 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 this is, uh, the beginning sound like I was at the PE, I swear to God. 
Dude, all the visualizers are the same though. They're fire though. Yeah, it's just an, it's animated. It's like Fortnite type shit. Yeah, literally, know, that's exactly what it is. What the fuck? It's all rager music. You gotta I rage. Exact, I know exactly. Callum, Callum on 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 bi- the biggest suburbs is dancing to this right now. <laughs> of course, that's who's for it. Callum, Callum, mainstream. Callum, Callum, and Luke. The little white. <laughs> they're loving this. Oh, they're they're loving this. For real. The most racist motherfuckers on Instagram I've seen have have that little Uzi the little animated, animated little, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. The little, little, little character looking up with in the, the sky. Black, and shit. Up, the little black. Is, is, the love is rage shit. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, um, love is rage. The, the most. I'm not racist, but <laughs> like, get fuck out of here, bro. You racist shit. That and the Travis Scott one, the one with the, like, the little doll, with the hair up like that. That one too. Yeah. Oh shit, that's what it is. Trust. Yeah, so that's uh, Holy Smokes featuring uh, Lozy Burt. Should be red. Check out that uh, that album. I'm fucking with it, man. I mean, I don't know. You guys can say it sounds the same. Some songs are cool, but like the entire album as a whole, it sounds pretty. Uh, tri- tri- is hit, tri- is hit or miss, bro. It's simple as that. Yeah, some of, some songs. But are that's good. good. That's good. I liked it. Rod Wave, Soulfly, Deluxe Version. Yeah, so of course he dropped the album before. Um, he just dropped the Deluxe now. This was one song that I actually fuck with still. Um, I don't know. I think it came up on the original drop, but uh, I'm still not over this one. I think you guys know this. It's Richer featuring Polo G uh, by Rod Wave. Yeah, bro, it's depressing music, bro. That's what Rod Wave does. That's what he does, man. This is sad. It's not bad. This it's is bad. It's a certain mood, though. Yeah, that's Richer, of course. Like I said, uh, came out on the original drop, uh, probably one of the singles, but uh, featuring Polo G there. Check it out, check it out. Yo, man, I like him. Yo. Why do people not hate Rod Wave but hate Lizzo for being fat? Because Rod Wave's fire. Because Rod Wave isn't... He so Lizzo's trash? Rod Wave isn't publicized I mean, like that's that a lot. in the same way. So Lizzo's bigger, you think? I think well, because she's in the limelight. Wrong choice of words, my bad. Bro. I'm going <laughs> to say like, Lizzo's more popular, sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, because she because I think Lizzo makes an effort to be in the public, but Rod Waves make, like, literally says, hey, I'm awkward, don't talk to me. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why people don't target him as much. Like, Who do you think Who do you think is exercising more? Rod Wave. I'm not entertaining this. Definitely Rod. <laughs> Definitely Rod. West Side, uh, sorry, Division featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Cheers to the best memories. Damn, so... Wow. Um, Division and Ty Dolla Sign. That's no. a weird. Did anybody expect this? No, because no. I thought Dolla Sign was in jail from the fifteen pounds a week <laughs> with you know, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, where is he? That nigga was never in jail. <laughs> that was like in France, though. I think that was a while paid, ago. Paid I don't bail and got bro, the fuck James up. Harden or not James Harden? Who's the mother, little baby's bitch ass got caught for like what one gram of weed? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, the, the NBA took care of same spot. The NBA definitely took care of little baby on behalf of James Harden in that case. A gram of weed got him that trouble. That's crazy. This one's black. This one's memories off. Uh, this is memories off of Division and Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, play a little bit of this. This is dope. Have you heard this? Nah, it's nice. Love Division. Cap. What do you mean, bro? That's my guy. Him and Breath Eyes. Such a groupie. Him and Breath Eyes, bro. That's a groupie. Fuck you. <laughs> Time I look at Ty Dolla, I think he's look, I think I'm looking at Future, bro. With the damn same. What? Really? Fucking dreads and shit. With the glasses like that. No, I can tell. I thought it was difference. Future. I can tell the difference. With the damn same. 
certified. Yeah, that's um, that's Memories, Division, and Ty Dolla Sound, like I said, uh, off that new album that they just dropped. It's a pretty good album. No, nice little R&B vibe. Check it out. Check it out. So, Westside Gun, a fabulous brick after brick. Take a wild guess what this one's about. Bricks? Drug dealing rap. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. That'll be R&B and shit. <laughs> what? Westside Gun? Fabulous. His last album. Yeah, but brick after brick, though? I don't know. Brick. Thought he'd be different. He's not going to be rapping about Thought no Thought he'd be original. <laughs> These niggas, the same niggas that told you, tell Virgil, write brick on my brick. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Chef G featuring Sleepy Hollow and A Boogie with the hoodie. Run it up. Run it up, run it up, run it up. I think I heard this. This is not bad. Chef G? So we got for him? Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> Next, Jazz, Jazz Cartier and Kyle. Kyle. Jazz Cartier's all alive? Caps. That's crazy. All caps. Rock the boat. It's a single. I think I dead air. Is this Jazz Cardi? I'm gonna double check this one, but I think it might have actually been somebody else that dropped the song with Jazz Cardi because I think I remember hearing about this. It wasn't Kyle. I don't know if it was Kyle. Kyle in all caps. One second. Well, it was I Kyle. Spy. Never mind. It was Kyle. Song. Yeah, it was Kyle. Never mind. Back I think Jazz Cardi might have dropped the song with somebody else. Oh yeah, he did. We'll talk. We'll get. To oh, okay. It. We'll get to it. Uh, oh yeah, Gunna and Taurus. Taurus being the producer. Nine times out of ten. Have you heard this? Of course, nigga. Of course, nigga. That's Young Gun Gunna. I'm gonna play a little bit of this. This one, this young one goes. Gunna. This one goes. Some about Gunna. This is the Gunna song. Floating on the beat as usual. Come and give revenge. Nine times out of ten, I'm polishing again. Watching through the lens, keep it happening. It's extended with a dick. Had a handling, I could never be a prick. Don't you never say I switch. Chasing honey since a kid, making money like I'm certified. Nick a couple bricks. A tall bitch, I nail to the cross, beating out of walls. Had dirty money, but I keep it clean like lights off. They came up, but I would have settled for a nice loft. Never mind me, I don't hate it all. It's a doggy dog world, staying on my paws. Spread this cash around, I ain't hit a ball hard. Sliding in that Uris, he's the color basketball. Pull up in that lounge truck, me and Tara. Order me some lounge charts and some calamari. See, they coming next month, I want that hard hard. For this bitch from flat, but she yelling ah ah. Nine times out of ten, niggas know I was gon' win. Nine times out of ten, I was gonna get a bitch. Nine times out of ten, I'ma come and get revenge. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, that's nine times out of ten. Gunna and Taurus. Taurus the uh, the producer, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's Taurus. Check that out. Check that out. Alright. Uh where we at? Young Thug. TikTok. Actually, I didn't have this queued up. TikTok, I, I kind of I've been fucking with this one. I'm not gonna lie. This is uh, and it's not TikTok like the app. It's TikTok, T I C K, like the bomb. Yeah, TikTok. Boom. Or clock. clock. Aggressive as hell. Looks at a bomb. <laughs> is it actually a? Like, is it actually supposed to be a bomb? <laughs> That's how bombs be going on. They, they go TikTok and then boom. Shit, I just woke up in an animal. I came from the riches. I came from the riches. I'm from where they call you a rat if you snitching. I came from the same. 
drunk as we sleep with them bitches. Young nigga gave him that in here, give up his kidney. But St. Laurent still trying to see in the season. Nigga say, how do you keep up with me? Is my nigga on straight out the trenches. Nigga say, let go, they bitches. We treating them right and we getting they wishes. I was a capo in my hood. Wait for a pet or a mention. He can get hit with the stinching. Yeah, that's TikTok. Young Thug. So, uh, what, he changed the name of his album from Punk to Pink now? Is that what's happening? But it was so punk. I heard that he changed it to Pink. Oh, really? That yeah. was so punk. You see this whole uh, Pink rollout, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, I think Gunna bought him the Pink Whip, too. The, the Barbie. The Barbie. Barbie. The Barbie convertible. <laughs> Call it Barbie, nigga. It was Pink. So, it was the Barbie Whip. Disrespectful. So, you saw that. I know you Disrespectful. did. Disrespectful. <laughs> uh, Toby and Jazz Cartier. Whoa! So this is the the Jazz Cardi song that I was talking about earlier. This is with Toby. Whoa! Uh, it's kind of fire. I'm gonna play a little bit of it here. You have two separate Jazz Cardi songs. Yeah. Oh, part. You should just kept close. He featured on uh, two different songs. that there not too much but uh yeah that's whoa toby uh and jazz cardi check that out man jazz cardi out here with the, uh, doing his thing I didn't listen to too much of him before, I'm not going to lie, but... Uh, Same. Yeah. The name sounds familiar, though. Cardi. Lil TJ. Best Friends for L. The single. Lil TJ with another no, Lil TJ and... Uh, I'm pretty sure Lil TJ and uh, Young Thug. Forgot to write that down. Not Young Thug, sorry. YNW Melly. So Lil TJ and y- YNW Melly? Yeah. Melly. Was it Best Friends? What does it say? Best Friends for best L? Best Friends for L. Did we talk about we this? We already talked about this. About the fact that I wouldn't want to be... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, best friends uh, with this nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I think that might have dropped last week, but might have. Uh, I don't know. Check it out. Check it out. Still. Uh, anyways, I guess uh, jumping onto the stories we have here, uh, we got some some TDE news here. We got some Kendrick Lamar news. Um, you know, out of nowhere, Kendrick Lamar posted uh, on Instagram uh, what appeared to be a white image with a um, Windows file on yeah, it uh, that said "New Thoughts," and it led to a. It had a, the website oklama.com in the description so oklama.com uh sends to a, a link over i guess this is a biography or a journal entry from kendrick lamar uh, i'll read a little bit of it here i spent most of my days with fleeting thoughts writing listening and collecting old beach cruisers the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence i go months without a phone love loss and grief have disturbed my comfort zone and the glimmers of god speak through my music and family while the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce the final TDE album, or my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years, the struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's a beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I prayed for all of you. See you soon enough. Oklahoma. He signed it Oklahoma. So rather you got than new names every fucking week. Not Kung Fu Kenny, not Kendrick, not K-Dot. Nah, Oklahoma. <laughs> Do we have any <laughs> predictions on what's happening here before I get into um, Top Dog, uh, the CEO's response? I thought bro was retiring, but y'all saying it's just the last TDE album. So I don't know. The way he said that uh, while I pursue my life's calling sounds like 
it's outside of music, but I don't know. I could be speculating. He's probably gonna have a couple more features or something, and then he's done. Some ad libs. Is he not there? Yeah. He said my final TDE album. I don't think he's not dropping an album anymore. Like maybe we're gonna have to wait in another couple of years, but it may be under his own accord, maybe under his own imprint, maybe PG Lang or whatever he's working on with Georgia Smith and and um what's the little homie? Yeah, uh, his Baby cousin. Keem? Baby Keem, yeah. I don't know. Uh Top Dog, uh, I guess Anthony Tith, uh the CEO. He did a little bit of a, I guess, once again, one of these journal notes, iPhone notes entries. Uh, he said, the whole goal when we started this thing was to make music, make money, and make history. We did those things 10 times and then some, or 10 times over and then some. TDE and its artists have provided a way to end generational curses that we were all personally born into over the last 17 years in this business. With this being KDOT's last album on TDE, this is more of a victory lap, a celebration. I know he will be successful in whatever he decides to do and will have our full support. As for Top Dog Entertainment, we will continue to grow, develop, and give artists the platform to expand into whatever way they choose. Heart, honor, respect, Top Dog. What do we have to say about that? I'm not even going to hold you. I was not paying attention to that shit. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just hearing words. I was paying attention, but it just seems like he's just saying what he's supposed to say. You know, what some of his biggest artists dips. Yeah, I mean, I... We're gonna assume that he's probably not happy with this. Like, obviously, who would want to see their cash cow disappear? At I mean, he's bound. Like, this is the biggest artist. He was literally not releasing shit for what fucking billion years. So, are we five years? Do we still think that that's due to the way that Top Dog structured, and maybe Kendrick's not fucking with that, or is that just Kendrick's st- uh, like stylo, like just to not drop? I don't for, know about the politics and the business of it, but all I'm saying is Kendrick himself hasn't dropped. I don't know what's stopping him, but he himself hasn't dropped. Yeah, maybe it could be some label shit. So I don't know what it is, but he has not dropped. And here he is saying, I'm done with music. I'm releasing one more thing with TDE, and I'm done. And it sounds like Top Dog is there with him. So it doesn't sound like it's like some dirty falling out or something. It just sounds like it's, you know, no bad blood. I'm also going to mention that it's, uh, we've had this conversation before about, you know, when we talk about the big three in rap. Uh, do we want to go over those names? I want to see if you have the same names that I thought. Because I think Kendrick it's Cole Drake. Thank you. Kendrick Cole Drake. Like um, now, modern times? Just Let's yeah, right now, within the last yeah, ten yeah. years, you know, oh, the, yeah, the decade. Yeah. Okay, definitely those. Um, those three. I would say that's you know Kendrick J. Cole Drake. Yeah, Kendrick J. Cole Drake. Good. I think it's undisputed. This guy actually um, said J. Cole, I was surprised. <laughs> um I it, J. Cole, bro. Like I said, um getting to my point, um, in particular the, you know, J. Cole on Dreamville has, you know, put up artists and has helped artists shine in that particular way. Drake the same way with OVO has gone forward, you know, Magic Jordan, Party Next Door, you know, to, just to name a few, um, has put on artists. And Kendrick, we can say, has maybe not been, out of the big three, the one artist that has gone on, you know, further into their career to put on artists in that sense. Yeah. Until recently when we're seeing this whole PG Lang thing with Kendrick Lamar. Oh, um, that might be what he's doing next, right? And and that's what I can say. I think it's he's realizing that it's time to evolve in this particular way. Although, you know, he's known to be that person that makes a different album each and every single four years. And it's something that nobody expected, but it still hits the point in what's happening at the time and still is timeless. Um, I still think that he's, you know, realizing that there's room for growth here as an artist. And, you know, there might be a competitive edge to this in particular when it comes to longevity am i just talking into space here or i don't know i think i think that these three think about it in the longevity sense as well like what did you do to contribute to the shit as well as just put your music out you know what i mean mm-hmm. do we know if pg lang is like a like a music thing or is that like they've defined it as a creative house 
as like um you know maybe it's music maybe it's different arts maybe it's movies different different visuals i think it's just going to be that open-ended where they create different things but i feel like kendrick is going to try to like expand himself like beyond music as you said life's calling could have just said music right so i feel like maybe he likes because if you if you see his music videos his niggas like really creative and shit all his music is really storytelling yeah so maybe he has something outside of this yeah uh, yeah. I don't know. You might be right. And honestly, like I said, there's more to tell or more to come. Um, hard to tell right now, but uh, interesting how he's kind of popped up out of nowhere amongst this whole Drake and yeah. Kanye debacle. I mean, then again, it's been like fucking four years, too. Right. I don't even think we mentioned it, but in that Trippy Red song we played earlier in the episode, um, Trippy or Drake actually said in the verse 44 turning 45 or something, burnt out. Something along those lines, yeah. and then he goes on to say, "Ye didn't hold back shit." Essentially, he, he, said, he said he said he said yay, but I think he meant you. But he's just, I heard yay. I no, heard no, he said, no, he said yay, but the context of it was basically what he said: forty-four, and then he his ad lib. He's like, "Uh," and then he's like, 45 blah blah blah, burnt out." That was the ad lib, and then he said, "Um, he said yay." He said yay. I blatantly, lyrics, I blatantly heard Ye he isn't holding ye. back shit. Like, he said Ye, but but the context of it was you, but basically 44, 45, burnt out. And then he said like, he said something in between where he was basically saying like, give it up or something. Just search oh, up yeah. the genius lyrics real quick because the way he said it was, it, it did sound like it was aimed at Kanye, but every bar was a bar like that didn't sound like it was, it could have been, been its own bar without yeah. being for Kanye. But he was definitely going for Kanye. It sounded like I heard that's Kanye. what a bunch of people were yeah, saying. He was definitely going for Kanye. And I heard him specifically saying that Kanye isn't holding back shit. Like he says here. Right there. Ye ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. Yeah, but but you see but the thing is that if you like it says 44, 45, 44, burnt out, let it go. So right there he's just talking it sounds like he's talking about Kanye, yeah. you know, let go of that shit. Mm. And then he says, Ye ain't changing shit for me. But the context of it is you aren't changing shit for me. But obviously, like the way he the way he worded it, yeah, he yeah. did it on purpose. He said, "Yay!" Yeah, like he's just like obviously he's talking about Kanye. Some shots. It's uh, clear, Kanye it's clear as show. day he's talking about Kanye. Yeah. So I just looked at the genius. So by I guess when you said by forty four, forty five, those numbers in particular are referring to Pusha T and Kanye's age because they're yeah. both forty four, yeah. forty five. You know, forty four, forty five, burned out. Let it go. So you're saying, "Yo, you guys You're are old. Like, out, come yeah. on." Yeah. So. Like I said, we're seeing some Kanye shots amongst this whole Kanye Drake stuff uh, to curve this conversation towards the whole Kanye thing. He's announced a third listening party. My God. This is the most dragged out shit for of real. all time. He's waiting for, uh, for Drake to drop so he can drop his shit. So Sabotage. I've noticed something very interesting happening in the, in the news cycle here, particularly, and I'll point this towards Charlemagne in particular. Um, I'm noticing that he's starting to talk differently about Kanye in a sense. At first it was, you know, I don't understand this. What's going on here? Like Kanye, he hasn't released music. Like what, essentially criticizing, you know, the whole rollout and him playing music but not dropping the tape, you know, that whole thing. And very quickly amongst this third album listening party release announcement, suddenly Charlamagne understood. He's like, this is genius. You know, Donda to signify his mother. He wouldn't want his mother, uh, an album with his mother's name to flop. So he's testing it amongst the consumer. I think Kanye, and he's not going to release it until. I think Kanye did what he normally does and messaged him, hit him up personally. And on top of that, I think Kanye's probably making a, making a, a debut at the, at the breakfast club. Well, at one point I understood it. I understood, you know, okay. To take another look at this, it kind of makes sense. Like Kanye is suiting up in the sense here he's continuing to work on the album and it's titled after his mom and you wouldn't want this album to flop if there's any album on your discography you wouldn't want the one named after your mom to flop right was his sure. mom's nickname donda or is it what he that's called his it? mom's first name donda. donda yeah 
So, you know, with him testing out, seeing which ones, which songs people like and which songs people don't, and then taking those and putting it on an album. Do we look at this the same and like and criticize the amount of album releases and the listening parties and how he's going about this? Or is this once again, you know, the greatest entertainer possibly of all time doing his thing? Maybe everything like, okay, mentally, maybe he's just like different than everybody else. So he really maybe might appreciate his mother a lot. And this might be why now that I know it's his mother's actual name and he's probably actually trying to do something with that. I don't think he wants to taint that. So I think he wants to be, I think he wants to be as perfect as possible Mm -hmm. since his mother's name is attached to it. But again, like bro, three rollouts is three rollouts is, 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 is a lot. Yeah. Three listening parties three listening where you're parties, selling sorry. tickets at twenty five to fifty dollars. Three listening parties We've seen the videos of the songs he's played. Like what more can you do? Yeah. Unless he has two albums, like I said. Or he's just gauging what people are, like really like so he can put that on the album. Yeah, but how many times, yo? Like goddamn, there's been like five thousand people every single time. Yeah, no. Like so, I mean, and time and time again, you know, at this point, Justin LeBoy made a fool of, and a mockery of himself in terms of, you know, drafting as himself usual. as the uh, <laughs> the lead correspondent in the Kanye album, and yet we still have any, we haven't seen anything. You don't think Justin LeBoy is low enough to accept it, even if Kanye told him, like, yo, I'm not going to release it here, but tell him I'm going to release it here. Yeah, I think he would. Exactly. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah. Justin LeBoy knows exactly what he's doing, knows exactly <laughs> what he's getting into, he doesn't care. Next. So August 26th is the day. Uh, at Soldier Field, and I think apparently, um, so Soldier Field um, is back in Chicago, which of course is the city or the state or the area. I don't even know my U.S. geography. Um, the city where Kanye, of course, grew up. Um, Mercedes-Benz, you know, the stadium that he's been doing the listening parties up to now, uh, was actually in Atlanta where he was born. So mm-hmm. they're saying that he took it from where he's born, and now he's bringing it to where he grew up. And this is kind of how he's going to roll out that whole Donda aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what do you guys think of that. You think it's creative, you know? Maybe we didn't think it's oh, creative, bro. <laughs> I think he's thinking of a lot of things. I think he's obviously taking a lot of account. He's a very nostalgic person. He probably takes into and sentimental. Very calculated too. I think he takes in a lot of those things, and I like it. I mean, if I was if I was where he was at, I'd probably approach it the same way. But just three listening parties again is just too much. Like you don't this album at this point. It's just getting too overhyped. Like it, just, it needs to be dropped. Like he's playing fucking songs off the goddamn album. It just needs so to be dropped. I want, I want it to be dropped. I want it to be on the Spotify. I want to hear it. And I was about to say, that's all I want. So, yeah, but to him, it's different, though, right? It's not just a, it's not just a song. Make it too perfect, I guess. But that's just like that might fuck it up. So what happens if after this album actually does drop, they start having the conversation of this being the most highly anticipated album of all time? Okay, we, I wouldn't say all time. Make, no, what if they say that? Because of oh, the fashion in which he's done this. They, like the media and shit? Say the media start, like Rolling Stone, say they yeah, start yeah. releasing They articles. probably will. They probably would you will. agree or would you disagree with this? I wouldn't disagree because the the technology we have now and the ways we gauge that is different than before. Right. Like we so, can see so the true analytics. We probably see now it's like, oh my God, this is baffling. It's better than any other album or more anticipated than any other album. Like we could tell it's more yeah. anticipated. But it's in modern times. Like I'm sure like there's probably like a, a Beatle I mean, album. Hip hop is like the most like fucking listened to genre of the album too. Or the year, sorry. Yeah, the right. year. Like the but world. I'm talking, like I'm sure there was like a Beatle album or some shit. Or like an Elvis Presley album. Now that yeah, but they didn't have social media though. Throw, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, so now the, the gauge it now, probably. Yeah. Right. It's the most anticipated. Right. But I'm saying like before, there's probably people throwing themselves out in the street for a Michael Jackson album or some shit. Because Michael Jackson, like, that's, that's all I'm saying. Different yeah. times, different ways to measure it. But now it probably is. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's it's and it's interesting, honestly. Like I said, it's it's very interesting watching how this rolls out and how we're gonna listen to how we've talked about it right now when it actually does come out yeah. and how we're gonna talk about it differently. But we'll see. Kanye is one of those, you know, wild cards. You can't gauge this shit. It's honestly he's gonna do what he wants. True. 
Um, anyways, jumping on to uh, other news here. It looks like there's a particularly message from a certain artist. And this is contrary to what we've probably seen uh, and what's been trending a lot in music. And we'll get into it here. Anderson Pock is his new tattoo has a pretty specific message. And this message says, when I'm gone, please don't release any posthumous albums or songs. We've already talked about this too. We haven't. No, we haven't. I swear we have. We haven't. No, no, not Anderson Pock. It just dropped. I remember I just put it on the list. Um, I think we might have just talked about it between us. So the the tattoo says, when I'm gone, please don't release any posthumous albums or songs with my name attached. Those were just demos and never intended to be heard by the public. So, you know, as we've seen Pop Smoke's albums, we've seen Juice World's albums, uh, XXX's albums. We've learned they're going to do it anyway. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Sorry, bro. And couldn't he just, has he never heard of a will, bro? I think this was a statement as well. Like this is him saying, yo, this is a whack thing that's happening right now. And if I have to put this on my body for y'all to understand that, yo, don't drop any of this album or yeah. this music after I leave here. Prince said the same shit and they fucking release all that yeah, shit. Yeah, but legally, like if it's not that, then it's not that. Like you're getting shit, shit released, it's done. I mean, unless you know his will, like that's what he wanted, that's his wishes, right? It's, yeah. it's on it's on to them if they want to respect it's his wishes. His wishes but, but like, like you go and still drop his music after him having yeah, that for tattoo. Real. Then that'd like, be kind of like, like fucked like, up. Aliyah's family's wishes, I'm sure with something else, but Barry Hankerson don't give a fuck. Like legally, if you somebody can, owns, you can argue his family though. I'm just saying, if legally, if somebody owns something, like if, if legally, if some, I don't know, his, his whatever, whatever, like label or whatever he's a part of or his contract, but if somebody else owns it, like they're not gonna give a fuck. It's business. Like they're just gonna release this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's and it says something, you know, like the artists not wanting their their albums actually dropped. Like, are we seeing that you know people are just doing this for their own advantage of here being on Earth and dropping music from somebody that's left already? I, I'm not an artist. But what I think is obviously artists want their shit played for the rest of their, the eternity. Like yeah, they want the shit, shit to like, but I, they don't I want they're published. They don't there. want they don't they don't want other people to make random like throw 30, 30 seconds of an uncompleted verse from them into a into a popular song right now and just and just have that have have other people profiting off that. They would rather have the music they made because it, w- it wouldn't make sense if an artist would say like, "Oh, I don't want my music to be played forever." Obviously, every artist wants their music to be played. For the rest of the, like the world right exists. I mean, he, he made it very clear my demos that that's not yeah. supposed so to be what heard I'm by the public. Is, I don't think he wants people to do what pop, people do with Pop Smoke yeah. and like just throw random verses into popular, popular produce, like Dua Lipa. Like throw Dua Lipa with, with Anderson Pop right. when he dies, just throw it in there, right. give him a verse. But I think obviously he wants people to listen to so his... So Pop Smoke might have been different because he recorded it with the intention of putting it out, maybe. But okay, I don't know about that. Argue, yeah, you yeah, can true. argue that maybe it was a demo. Like yeah. maybe those were demos still. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, it goes to show that, you know, they maybe look at this the same as, you know, somebody opening your diary and yeah. taking notes from that and putting it out for the world. It's like, yo, these, were, these weren't ready for public consumption yet. Like, why no. are you... So, I don't that know. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. It's interesting. But, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see more about, the, about this posthumous conversation. Because um, it's something that's happening and it's not talked about enough as far as I think. Um, anyways, uh, I think... We're time for certified tracks, is it? Yes, sir. So I had to switch mine up last minute. I was going to go with a record. I might certify this in the future. But for this episode, I'm going to go with a classic record here. Uh, of course, your classic 2016 Rihanna album. I don't even know which album this was. Um, Anti. Yes. Kiss It Better by Ooh, Rihanna. This is done with consideration. Yes, it is.
Kiss It Better by Rihanna. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Locked in. Donna. Yeah, what? shit. Huh? What? <laughs> what? Donna, what you got? Skrillex, Justin Bieber, Don Tolliver. It doesn't sound as bad as you may think. Go ahead and fast forward over to Don Tolliver's part right here. His verse is actually super fun. You get girl, you know I've been in love with you since the beginning, girl. Talking out of tone, tell me gotta be kidding. I really don't think so. Girl, I need to see your face. Hit the gas to win the race. Heard it pounds a loaded base. Moving, babe, I love the chase. Do your dirt, I keep the taste. Pop that shit and make me wait. Shut it like the That's a good song, man. Not Tolliver, Justin Bieber somehow did sound and it's good. It's crazy. Yeah, that's Don't Go, Skrillex, Justin Bieber, and Don Tolliver. Skrillex? <laughs> I like that. Skrillex. That's Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, Skrillex. 
It's a devil's den, bangering, Skrillex. Wax. <laughs> McDowell, what you got for the people? Lil Dirk and only the family. One more chance. Dirkio, Smirkio. Let me tell you a story. A story when I was a shorty. I went to school on the daily. And I was told I'm on 40. My homie got pounds on pounds. I go over his crib like a forest. Ask can you put me on now? Like, why you ignore me? I tell him go pull up a Taurus. At the time, shooting the Taurus. I mix up an eight and I pour it. I left my feelings a story. Remember, I jump off the porch. You ain't no killer, ain't torchy. Don't get caught in the morning. We catch you, then we scoring. Watch that blood with chlorine. You say I'm a hoe, you don't know me. With no cheese, gotta watch out cause I'm low key. Nigga be cool with the police. I made a dub off OP. I'm in a trap with four P's. I went and caught me a rollie. I just show love to these niggas, but I mistreated niggas who gon' rock with me to the end. Forgive me again, just give me your hand. Don't make my friends, y'all my friends. Give me a chance, give me a chance. Give me one more chance, give me one more chance, give me one more chance, give me one more chance. Man, I thought you was my dog, but you tricked. You tryna play me close with niggas, know you had to give me. Shit, know when I said no, you cut me off, that shit was fish. I trust you with my secrets, but you went and told my business. Wanna be on the Forbes with I done slept on floors with you, I done went to war with you, and we had no pistol. I tell you stories when we both was dirty. I was broke, I was splitting the perk. When I went broke, I sold my 30. Couldn't get bad, and that shit hurt. Caught with a gun, that shit was jerky. Caught for a murder, they ain't showing no mercy. Snake your blood, that shit ain't worth it. At the same time, ain't no one perfect. OTF. Is that OTF? That's Lil Dirk and the family? Of course, nigga. Damn, that's what's up. Real niggas. One more chance. Check it out. That's Lil Dirk and the family. Or only the family. (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. Thanks, McDowell. Appreciate that, brother. Of course. Brother, man. Hey, doing too much now. <laughs> doing hey, the most. Is, is it about that time? I think it's about that time. It is. <laughs> well, definitely about that time. Thanks, everybody listening up to this point, man. Whether you're first or last time listener, this has been the Certified Platinum Show. I've been your host, Christo.com. Here are my boy, Donna and McDowell. Yes, sir. And uh, tap in with us at CertifiedPlatinum.ca. Uh, once again, you can catch us here with a new episode every single week on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Click subscribe on Apple and Google and follow on Spotify so we appear in your feed every single week with a new episode and we will catch y'all next week. Peace out.